Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, we are wrapping up the entirety of The Runaways. Season one. All that after this. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall. Jeff Randall. With us again. I like it. Um, (laughs) Two for two, baby. Two for two. Digging it. Uh, So... Runaways, your thoughts. Man, the Runaways happened, and it was gone too soon. It is gone too soon. It's like, they, they dropped four episodes all at once, and so it only existed for like seven weeks. That was, they they dropped three right when it came out. Okay. Like, first yeah. week they dropped three, and then after that, one episode a week. And it has been, it's been really great. It's been a great ride. And yeah. then right at the end, it felt like everything got kind of jammed in. See, I don't feel that way. I don't feel like they well, jammed much in at all. I feel um, like the spoiler. relationships. We should say spoiler alert. Um, we're gonna, Maybe. We're, we're going to dig into this, uh, the entirety of season one of Runaways. Um, I, was, I was keeping it non-spoiler for a second. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I feel like the relationships got a little bit jammed in, and it's, they, they rushed some of the development between our heroes. I, I, don't, I don't Just feel a that touch. Way. I don't feel that way. I feel like... They, I mean, they they have they had set up every one of those sort of pairings and likings. Um, they did. Uh, <laughs> one definitely jumped into bed rather quickly, but they're teenagers, uh, so I, I just you know it's hormones and ridiculousness of teenagers. So like I it, wasn't too. Wasn't does it too show crazy. that I'm old? That I had to remind myself, like, oh, they're impulsive kids. That's right. what they would do. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> I feel so old saying that. <laughs> Yeah, they're going a little fast there, kiddos. I mean, they are, but that's like it's not unrealistic in my mind. Um, yeah, and 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 for the most part, like like the okay, uh, one relationship, you know, just are, are we in spoilers or not? I'm sorry. Did nah, you want to go? No, nah, not yet, not yet. Okay, um, I um, think good. I I just I think we can we can keep it non-spoiler for just a second longer just to say to everybody who hasn't finished the runaways if you were on the fence about the series and you like you came to the finale just to hear a little bit of non-spoiler talk first like go watch the rest of it it is so good and if we're comparing it to the other marvel properties out there it's on par with recent agents of shield i would say and significantly better than whatever that inhumans garbage was and yeah it's honestly I would say it's Netflix quality, but it feels different because it's the it's centered on children. But it still has that emotional complexity and that spider web that they that they're building. Yeah, it does, and and they they, they focus enough on the adults that I don't ever feel too like talked down to. Like it's not a kids show. Yeah, um, even though it's about some some teenagers, and I think teenagers would enjoy it. The uh, the the amount that they focus on the adults gives you a little more complexity to the emotional stakes than like the real stakes of what's going on. Yeah, yeah, and and the fact that they focus on the adults and the adults are kind of uh, uh, antagonistic, we'll say in the non spoiler section. Um, <laughs> the it, it makes interesting just like the the conflicts are interesting because you see both sides sort of, which I think is always cool. Let's get into some spoiler, man. I feel yeah, like man. we just need to talk about Let's this. Let's dive thing. right into it. Spoiler alert, spoiler <laughs> alert, spoiler alert. Um, three, two, one. 
Jonah's an alien. Yeah, he is. Um, <laughs> do we know Dalian? Is that has that been confirmed? Well, I mean, sure. he was an alien in the comics. Okay, so that's I not mean, a, that's not Jonah a wasn't. Sorry, that was a horrible uh, spoiler. Then Carolina's parents were aliens in the comics, right. but we're assuming that Jonah is like kind of to to build more of the tension. Well, he said Jonah he, has he, been. He had the Darth Vader guy. moment. He told her he was his fa- He was her father. Yeah, yeah, he did. But like, I mean. Frank Dean in the in the comics was that guy. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. So, like, Jonah's just kind of out of nowhere. Yeah, they, they've, they've really gone uh, a little farther from the page than I thought they would. The, that first episode stayed so true to the to the page that I really thought we were going to get a pretty accurate representation. And the thing that... Uh, there, there, there's some major things that happened in the first few books that did not happen in this series, in the season. And I was shocked that they didn't get that far. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. In, in, in the books, in the first comic book, they run away. Like, they see the, they see the thing happen and they run away. Well, this, this, this series ends with them running away. Like, the entire season one has happened, and they just ran away. They just became the runaways. Um, yeah, they, in honor of all the people we couldn't save. Right. They talk about it early on as if that's, like, a good reason to call them runaways. But, no, they're the runaways because they ran away. <laughs> like, yeah. That's the whole – that's why they call themselves that. Um, it, it Honestly, it feels like this whole first season is an extended look at the first book. Yeah. Like the first issue. Yeah. It feels like this not whole the first thing – I really yeah. wanted it to end where the first run ended, and I and I won't go into that because it's it'd be a huge spoiler. So spoilery. But uh, if you read Runaways, it's great, and there's some great twists and turns that they didn't just didn't get to, and I, and I I feel like they should have. I feel like uh, uh, this this really did end on kind of, kind of an early. I feel like if they'd ended the way that I thought they should have, which I won't get into. Uh, it would have set them up to be just like a really in really important series that would have been being talked about. I feel like this with them ending with them just running away just felt kind of anticlimactic. Yeah. Um. So I'm a little disappointed in the first episode. Just a little. Yeah. I mean, the final episode. It it did seem a, a bit like I mean, especially with them telling us about how New York or not New York, uh, L.A. was going to fall into the ocean. Like we saw the the view screen of like the city crumbling like we saw that but then you don't end the season with them stopping that you end the season with them running away they didn't even have the battle that we they kind of did and then they they all ran away and i i just felt like at least have the big battle you know (laughs) it's like it's the final episode it felt more like a like a half season or, you know, the first few episodes of a show. And I liked the show. I, I haven't had any problems with it up until the final episode. But the final episode was a little disappointing because it didn't go far enough for me. Yeah. Um, it feels like this has been a teaser season. We're just like, God, give me more. Yeah. It really it really does. That's kind of a bummer. Yeah, um, it is a little bit of a bummer. But, you know, I think it'll come around. I think... Now that they see that people want it because it is so good and, you know, the reviews are there, I think that they're going to, I mean, they've already been approved or not approved, but it's been announced that they got renewed for season two already. Great. So like, it's, it's going to happen. It's coming. Like they're down the pike with it immediately. And I'm okay with that. Absolutely. Me too. I just, I I need more of it next time. I don't like, don't stop at 10. 
All right. I'm okay. This story, I'm okay with the ten. Like I don't. I don't ever. I never think quantity is never not necessarily going to breed quality, and I want them to stay with quality. Um, well, for the for the pacing of the story that they told, ten was not enough. Agreed. They should it felt I like just, there needed to be another at least one or two episodes on there. Yeah, it just it didn't. I just think the pacing needs to pick up a little bit. Like this is bottom line is they did not get far enough in the story for me to really be that intrigued. <laughs> um, it was a prologue. Yeah, kind of was. Um, so yeah, uh, that's, that's, that's my, that's my take on runaways so far. Great show. Love the parents, love the kids. Molly's my favorite. I love that she falls asleep <laughs> whenever she, uh, uses her yeah, powers. She's actually, she's actually not fallen asleep the last couple of episodes, like the past maybe I think the last two um, she hasn't fallen asleep immediately after using her powers once you know she'll get a little bit tired yeah she's just been getting sleepy which is still funny I just like that it's yeah. just such a kid thing to do I, I wish they'd cast her a little younger um, because I think she just looks like the same age as the other kids even though she's stated to be younger um, but I, I, I like I just like Molly a lot she's cute yeah. she's cutie, <laughs> yeah. and cutie then, like, in the comics cutie here I just like her in the first episode, um, when Alex was being all awkward and being like, what should we play? How about Twister? And they're like, we haven't played Twister since, like, ever. Like, nobody likes that anymore. And Molly was like, not even me. And I'm like, what does that even mean? Right. What do you mean, not even me? Like, <laughs> you, you look the same. You look the same. Yeah. They like, are you just childish and you understand that? Like, what? What? Yeah, they, they, they did a lot of those lines to try to make sure you knew she was younger. Uh, but they didn't yeah. land because she didn't look that much younger. <laughs> right. Um, but I do right. love the actress who's playing her. Like she, she, I like her a lot. So I, I don't think that uh, I'd necessarily go a different way with it. I, I like that they picked a good actress and some like younger kids. Like I don't know. I guess she's a freshman. She's going to the same school as all of them. So I guess she's like a freshman or something. <laughs> Not anymore. Uh, um, I guess so. Maybe uh, did she go to the same school? They were all in the same area, or it's a private school. So maybe there's more than. More than just high school or something. I don't know. She, I just thought in the comics, I thought she was like eleven or ten. Like she, she always seemed really young. I think she was twelve, and everybody else was around the fifteen, sixteen area. Yeah, that sounds about right. And like here, it seems like everybody's about sixteen, seventeen, maybe, and she might be freshman. Right. So who's your uh, who's your favorite? Who's your favorite runaway? So I don't know. It's hard to say what uh, who's my favorite because I like them all so much. Um, I'm kind of I find myself really frustrated with Chase because uh, he's like, oh, I love my dad, and it's like, no, dude, your dad is awful. He's an awful person. You just you can't see how awful he is. Well, I think they've all had that. I mean, he def he definitely went the furthest when he destroyed the laptop, but they've all had that imp- impulse. Like, I yeah. want to do this, but. I, I do love I, my parents, and I don't want to hurt them, and I I want them to still be in my life, and it's it's a tough line to walk when you your parents are your parents, you know. Yeah, I feel like I identify with him the most, though, like on a personal level of being like, I'm the strong guy, but I'm also pretty smart, and like I could do pretty much anything I want, but I just don't know what I want to do, and I'm like, hey, that's me, that's that's been my life, <laughs> but you know, I just never went for the sports things because like, what is sports ball? Who cares? Um, right. But, but um, I love all of them. I like Nico. She's just really I like Nico super down to earth. Even though 
she she got into Wicca and is like super dressed all like crazy goth. Like I like whoever is her costumer and makeup artist. Like props to them because they do an awesome job making her look exactly not like she does in anything else. Yeah, she's great. Um, I yeah, I guess with with that, I'd have to say that Chase may be my favorite, even though he's kind of a derp sometimes with the laptop. Right. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I, my favorite. Yeah. My favorite's still Molly. <laughs> but just purely because I just like. I really like a hero. She's that, fun. She's fun. She's fun to watch, and she's a. And she. She, she enjoys her powers. She enjoys having this this thing that she can do that nobody else can do. She loves it. Yeah. And like that's fun. That's infectious. She falls asleep. I guess maybe for the same reasons you like Chase, you feel identify. I fall. I feel like I identify with her. I can do some powerful things, and then I can fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really good at taking cat naps. I'm really good at napping. <laughs> um. Oh gosh. I actually think I might have something wrong with me. I've been really sleepy the last like few weeks. I'm a little nervous. I, I'm worried there's something like actually wrong because I've just been like, like falling asleep in situations where you shouldn't fall asleep. <laughs> like, I woke up mm. from an eight hour sleep and I go in and sit down and have breakfast and then I like fall asleep sitting up and I'm like, what is wrong with me? Um, yeah, I might need to go to the doctor. <laughs> I've been really <laughs> sleepy lately, so I identify with Molly is what I'm getting at. <laughs> I understand. I understand. Uh, who's your favorite group of parents? Like, who do you think is most Ooh. redeemable? Most redeemable. I would say the Yorkses are going to be the they're, most redeemable. They're the ones with the dinosaur, right? Gert's parents? Yeah, Gert's parents. Yeah, um, I think they definitely the seem like it. But I well, also they know they've done bad things over the years. And so I wonder, like, I want to see them, like, do some bad shit. Like, because I think it'd just be, it'd be extra scary because they're so sweet and nice. If they like, I, you know, honestly, I hated them at the beginning. Oh, really? Because they were so sweet and nice, and it was just like, oh my god, stop! So, yeah, I, I liked them, but part of that is I love that uh, the the guy who plays her father, Gert's father, uh, is is from a few other things shows that I like, and I've I've liked him for a long time. So when he showed up, I was like, oh yay, <laughs> that guy! <laughs> the only other thing I've seen him in is uh, Clerks Two. And he was the the Lord of the Rings. Oh, that's geek. right. Yeah, that's right. I like him in that. Um, but he was in Alias as a, as a sort of main character. Um, okay. And Alias is a pretty great show. Um, I never watched he, it. He's kind of just like the nerdy tech guy, but he has a lot of personality, and so I just I enjoyed that show a lot. And he he is when I I liked Lost, and so I went back and watched all of J.J. Abrams stuff. And uh, <laughs> and and he was and and that was that was one of his shows early on. It, Good show, good show. That I got you. I got you. I like how how candid they are with uh, with everybody, sort of. But it's candid in a nice way. It's not just like they're assholes, right? They're like the super sweet molasses dripping assholes, kind of. Right. Like you started to see it crack in Stacy later on, where she like she got really mad at. Oh God! What it, Leslie? She got really mad at Leslie, the uh, the Gaborum leader, when um, she was just like, "No shit!" And Steve's like, "Whoa, hold on, let's yeah, let's be a little more amicable you, here." You threaten her kiddos. Uh, you get Mama Bear there. Yeah, yeah, you do. Um, and that that can be rough. Um, yeah, no, I I think they're great. I also really like uh, Alex's parents. I don't know. I just something about them being like. 
uh, Alex's dad being from the streets and I just it just is an interesting character and that his whole backstory with the guy he left in prison like I don't like them like them like think they're that redeemable necessarily but I I enjoy them uh, I just enjoyed watching them I enjoyed the and then of course James Marsters as Chase's dad um, James Marsters played Spike on gone too soon what'd you say that's a gone too soon uh you mean because he got put in stasis right but he's not dead yet. No. Oh, he's coming. Yeah, I think he's coming back. Oh, he's uh, coming back. Sherman Smith was real funny. Sherman Smith on uh, Facebook mentioned uh, older James Marsters looks a lot like Julian McMahon. <laughs> and then, and then that, that was while he was watching the episode. And then about thirty minutes later, he he sent a Facebook message saying, uh, "Just mentioned Julian McMahon at the end of the episode. There he was. <laughs> like, and there he was. There he is at the end of the episode. Um, I thought that was really funny. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I think that. Um, it's good. Show's good. I like I like all the parents, I like all the kids. I want I want to I want to see I want to get further in the story. I w- I want to see how they handle certain comic book things and um that I cannot mention cuz they're big spoilers. If you right. haven't read the comic books, you probably shouldn't cuz there's some cool things I think the story on the uh TV might tell in a cool way. Maybe I'm wrong though. Uh let's let's see let's see some feedback about Runaways. Okay. Let's see what we got. Uh, Sherman Smith, like you said. Uh, Runaways, good show. I have so many questions about the show. How did the one girl end up washed up on the beach? What happened to the girl in the back of the van? What's the purpose of the pride? Looking forward to the answers. So this is probably a little older because some of those things have uh, have, have been, been resolved. Been resolved. I, the, the girl washed up on the beach, I, th- I think they, that didn't really ever, wasn't ever really clear, but it looks like uh, Chase's dad, uh, James Marsters, who I don't remember his name. Victor. Victor killed her and and threw her body in the ocean i guess because he's yeah. bad at murder um <laughs> yep he's, he's not and there was uh it, there was no girl in the back of the van at all from the look of it it was just his his mind playing tricks on him he's like oh i thought i had her and like there was a neatly folded tarp with with the tire iron like neatly laying on it huh. like nothing had happened i didn't catch that and i guess that's the brain tumor you think yeah, yeah, that would be the tumor. Oh, see, I thought he, I thought she like just got away, and that was a good. And I thought, I thought Sherman was making a very good point. Like, why didn't she go to the cops, and why aren't they all in the prison now? Um, and we still don't know exactly the purpose of the pride. I think that um, they've made some deal with this uh, with this being, uh, who who uh, what's his name? Jonah. Jonah. Yeah, they've made some deal with Jonah to do his bidding, and in return. They're uh, they're getting the benefits of that. I mean, we see we've seen it with Victor being brought back to life uh, practically twice now. Um, so that's all. I think that's I think that's what it is. I think they're they they think they're working toward, and also they all think they're working towards some renewable energy source, and that uh, it'll be worth it. Yeah, which which is an interesting twist on the comics. I think in the comics they were all just kind of villains in their own right. Yeah, they were came together. They to were not that. so super villains that just were like, ah, we have an evil organization. Meh. Yeah, and this they all have this like interesting sort of like maybe even think they could be doing good for the world in what they're trying to do. Um, I think that's interesting when they're trying to. Uh, but uh, but now uh, we we found out that uh, whatever's under the surface is could cause uh, major problems. 
uh, and and they don't know that they 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 thought they were reaching for a renewable energy source, but it looks like it's a, a source that will just destroy the world or something, <laughs> or destroy California. Yeah, it's looking like um, the from what they were saying, it's a shallow fault line, so like it'll just take out you know L.A., drop it into the ocean, like we've been expecting to happen for decades now. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, California listeners. Omar Almalia said to us on Facebook, it's been a long time since I wrote in and a longer time since I fulfilled my role as the MCU cast advisor to everything Hebrew and sometimes Jewish. So Gaborim is Hebrew for heroes. And it's very hard for me to disconnect the word from this evil church. I'm on episode six <laughs> on Runaways and I stopped halfway through Punisher because I couldn't concentrate and I made the mistake of playing it in the background and either didn't get anything done or missed some castle badassery. Talk to you soon. Peace and love, Homer. Mm. Yeah, you gotta, gotta pay attention to both these shows. This is MCU stuff. It doesn't go on in the background. No way. Everything else is the background to it. Come on, Homer. Everything else is the background to it. <laughs> Life, your family, your children, it all needs to be background. <laughs> that cute little daughter you got, you put her down. <laughs> you got MCU to watch, man. It's <laughs> <laughs> exactly how it is. Matt knows. Yeah, I know. No, no family over here, so <laughs> easy it's for easy. me to stay. <laughs> yeah, that's really interesting that uh, that's Hebrew for heroes, um, that Gaborim is, is, is Hebrew for heroes. I wonder how that relates to the show or if it does at all or if it's just like a like a little Easter egg. I don't know. That's I don't know. I, I mean, because the... They, the, the, the church seems to be worshiping these like beings of light, which are obviously Jonah. He said, it's my religion. Right. So like if they name the church or if they name the religion after somebody they think is a hero, but you know, is actually here to destroy the world. Like that would be really twisted. Yeah. But, but my, I could see him doing that. I guess my thought was like, do these, do these Gaborim have ancient, uh, roots of some kind and maybe like Hebrew, like, like olden how, times, roots. how old is Jonah? Yeah, exactly. Like or 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 his or his lineage or whatever. Um, yeah, I, I guess that's kind of where my mind goes. Um, but yeah, I'm all over it, man. I love that. I love love that. <sighs> okay, sorry. Chris Hidlett said to us in an email, "Hey guys, I watched episode nine of Runaways, and was it weird that they were digging a giant hole looking for a powerful substance when that was exactly the same thing the hand was doing in Defenders? Loving the Runaways, though really going to be sad when it's over after this week's episode. Guess it'll be time to watch it again. Thanks for doing the show, guys. I guess the big difference was that apparently whatever this substance they're digging for is alive. Yeah, that's the that's the look of it, at least. Yeah. It's alive. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> All right, Victor. Sorry, sorry. Frankenstein. Yeah. Victor. I got it. But there's also Vic- Victor, Victor on the show, so it's a little confusing. Victor Stein. Yeah, man. I guess that maybe that's maybe that's his namesake. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, uh, let's see. Next up, Dennis Ryan. <clears throat> hey guys, I just finished Runaways, and I have to say I enjoyed it for the most part. I'm not familiar with the comics, but I really liked the kid characters, but not so much the parents. My biggest criticism is that the parents weren't really villains like I was expecting. Most of them didn't even want to do what they were doing, or understand the endgame. 
They were sacrificing kids and didn't know why, and they didn't even know what they were really drilling for or what was in the hole. Then Jonah comes along and is revealed as the big bad pulling the strings, and the evil, quote-unquote, parents immediately turn against him, making Jonah the only real villain. I think it would, have been, it would have been more compelling if the parents were willingly working for Jonah and trying to resurrect him to finish their evil plan, and then the kids get in the way. Uh, then at least the parents' struggle would be between carrying out their plan and the love for their kids. I would like to have seen that balance. What, do, uh, what did you guys think of it? Thanks for the pod, <clears throat> and I hope the move to Florida went smoothly. Dennis. Yeah, I think Dennis makes a great point. That would have been an interesting show, but it's definitely not the show they've decided to tell. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's not the show we got. Yeah, and, and that's kind of what what it is in comics. I don't even think Jonah, at least the part I've read, I, this whole Jonah thing didn't even happen. It was all just these four, these like five or six families, and they're all villains in of different types. They're all kind of different archetypes of villains. Like there's the time tra- there's like a time travelers couple and a this couple and a that couple, and they all do their 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 these. They're all kind of doing their thing, and they are, and they're 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 just like a supervillain team. Um, so so I think that that would have been interesting. Um, but I I'm also interested in this. I don't think it's I don't think this is uninteresting. I I I like the moral complexity of the fact that they've done bad things, but they're not necessarily bad people. But I, I you know I hope they don't all just end up turning into good guys. That would be kind of a betrayal yeah. of the comic. I think. Yeah yeah I um. I like that they're, like you said, they're not bad people, but they've done bad things. And I think that the bad things that they've done have kind of taken some of them too far. Like some of them are starting to cross the line on yeah. what's good and bad. Well, you know, and, I think I think they kind of are bad people. And I say that in that most of them only care when it crosses the line into their kids. Yeah. Like, all of like them if, are willing to sacrifice your, children. If that's your stop measure, then, like, you need to reassess yeah, your life. Yeah, every animal, life. M- most animals try to protect their own young. You know, it's not that's not like a, that's not a reason, you know, th- that doesn't make you a good guy. It makes you maybe a caring parent, and and it makes you somewhat, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Relatable, Re- yeah, relatable. Yeah, <laughs> but but it doesn't make you it doesn't make you a good guy, you know. Yeah, so it I, doesn't even make you an antihero. No, no, they're not heroes at all. They're they're definitely just uh, bad guys doing bad things, and they just happen to have kids. <laughs> and now that their kids are all being good guys, it's like, oh, well, now you. It, it, I think I think we're still getting that. I think I think maybe 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 I'm going back on what I just said, but. Uh, maybe we are getting kind of a more realistic version of what do villains look like? Like what these are bad people, e- even though they love their children. Um, yeah. they've done a lot of bad things. So it's, it's, it sort of feels like uh, a character study on what is a villain. Yeah. And you know, villains can exist anywhere. They can be scientists who experiment on random people and, you know, don't tell anybody about it or, you know, don't have any, uh, real qualms with sacrificing people. It could be uh, this tech guru. It could be Elon Musk, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Like, that's what Victor Stein is supposed to embody is kind of an Elon Musk. Um, yeah. You know, with the self-driving electric car, whatever. He could be a dick at home and, you know, beat his children and have these psychotic episodes. Uh, it could be the random guy who brought himself up and is in real estate, you know? Yeah, and then, like, that, then that all depends on, like, 
Yeah, even that. Like, he's been beating his wife, but it seems like it might have just been all related to the uh, brain tumor. But then at the end, he goes after his son with the... uh, with the uh, fistigons, even though, even though he's his future son told him not to, like that was frustrating. Yeah. That was frustrating. Yeah. Why did he do it? Don't pick up the fistigons, Dad. Well, Just he was he was experiencing the extreme Jonah withdrawal. Oh, was is that was that what was going on? Yeah, that's because he had know. just. He had just come off of the serum that was curing his brain tumor, and Steve was talking about, like, oh, if I'm going through this much withdrawal just from one drop on my skin, like, imagine what what Victor's going through having that stuff injected and at the quantity that he had. Like, that's why why Victor, like, shoved the the gym coach up against the wall and was like, you're going to put my son back on the team. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Okay, gotcha. Well, uh, man, that's all our feedback. You got anything else you want to say about Runaways before we leave it behind? Probably for a whole year. (laughs) We'll probably get some more feedback about it. Who knows? Yeah, we're going to talk about it off and on throughout. I I think I've said my piece, though. I think this this has been a prologue series. It feels like this season uh, was was book one. It does. It it really does. It was an extended take on book one. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, we're the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Uh, hit us up at mcucast.com, at mcucast on Twitter, facebook.com slash mcucast, mcucast at gmail.com, or call us at 573-CAST-MCU. If you'd like to support the show, uh, you can f- f- reach out to us at patreon.com slash mcucast, and there you can uh, leave a weekly donation for our uh, weekly show that we do. Uh, and, and, and you'll never be charged more than once a week. We do sometimes three, four, five shows a week, uh, or seven, and we only ever charge for one. So it's just a weekly uh, pledge uh, to help the show. <laughs> and if we don't do a cast that week, you don't get, you don't get charged at all. So uh, <laughs> December, was only there was only one charged cast. So <laughs> got, a, got a break for our Patreon subscribers. Um, Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> No, we, we appreciate you guys all very much. It really makes the show possible. Um, and thank you very much. We'll be back with you uh, tomorrow with some S.H.I.E.L.D. content. Mm. Until next time, true believers. Mm-hmm.